Hello and welcome to Manifest Simplicity, where we discuss intentional living, minimalism, and searching for meaning in a world obsessed with more. I'm Mick. I'm Craig. And together, we run a website called ManifestSimplicity.com. We post essays, short thoughts, recommendations, and our rules for living a more meaningful life. And on today's episode, we'll be looking at everyday happiness and how to achieve it. Unless you already are. Then then turn the podcast off because you don't need our help. You don't need it. (laughs) Women firefighters, ladies of the firefighting world, Mm. and making a $300 movie. That looks like $300 million. $300 million movie. Yes. Um, If you made a $300 movie, that would be like a YouTube video or something. (laughs) (laughs) $300 million movie. Okay, right. So let's kick off with the questions we ask each other every week. Um, Craig Woods, what is something that made you kind of a bit annoyed, a bit miffed this week? Um, I don't know. I've, I've had an all right week. Oh, I that's know. so good. I know. So that is what's made me happy. I, I've had a great week. <laughs> good. Um, I guess I was a little bit annoyed that... Nope, can't think of anything. Yes! We have achieved we have achieved Nirvana. We have <laughs> successfully happied ourselves. Nothing has happened that's bad this week. I mean, I guess I started to get a little bit of a cold this week. That oh. sort of slightly disgruntled me. Boo. But it's not it's not not frustrated me or angered me. I'm just like, oh, I thought I was over this. Yeah, no. I mean the weather's pretty crap, so. The we- it but is it happen. is it crap though, or is snow really good weather? I mean, snow's okay. I'm more of a. I really liked it when we had just before the end of January. We had a really nice sunny Sunday, and it was really windy. Oh, I really, I, I love a bit of a windy day, but where it's sunny, it's not raining, it's not too cold, it's just windy. It was a nice, it was a perfect day. Driving on that day was. Perfect. Um. Now, is that because of your um? your thing that you like to do for fun, which is to make and fly your own kites. Is that what you like? I don't like So Craig's Craig's passion outside of writing and and uh, handling this website is that Craig makes kites. Nope, not um, true. And then he flies them on blustery days. So that's why he likes... I don't make the kites. I, fly, I buy the kites. Okay, don't buy kites, people. You don't need one. Especially not in February because... February. Frugal February. Frugal February. The February is a month of no new purchases for us. Um, and We're for a week and a half in. We are. What We are like 10 days in now. Something like that. We, are, we are beginning to struggle. Struggle. The struggle's real. Because there's little things I'm seeing that I want here and there. And I'm like, nope. Don't need. Yeah. Just want. Mm. But that's where the rule comes into play. Give myself two weeks. If I've still got the desire to want it, I research into what I need, yeah. why I want it, mm-hmm. and then maybe a week later I'll buy it. So three, four weeks, and I'm yeah, you'll be fine. I'll be fine. You'll be good. It's just it's it's the annoying small things you think you want. Yeah, but uh, you don't you want need. them. You don't need them. No, I know that. It's just training yourself. Yes, that, that's exactly what it is. Building of the habit yeah. and, and the twenty-eight day challenge is exactly going to do that. Yeah. So if you want to, if you want to read a little bit why about why we're doing these challenges, there's an essay on the website called the Thirty Day Free Trial, which is one of the rules that we've posted, um, which is about um, if you're trying to teach yourself a new habit or a new practice, um, commit to doing it for thirty days to try and train yourself and train your brain into it becoming your new normal. Um, so that's what we're doing this year. We're doing a load of different challenges to try and 
teach ourselves healthy habits. Um, we did social media dry January in January, or at least I did. Um, and then we have tackled February, the first two weeks of February almost now, with um, yeah. no new purchases. It's hard. The struggle's real. So anyone doing it with us, you know, let us know how you're getting on, um, if, 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 like verbally if you see us, and also via email. Yeah, so you can email us at hello at manifestsimplicity.com. Also available on Instagram and Twitter and all that other good stuff. So if you search for us, you'll probably find us um, somewhere and just let us know how you're getting on. If you um, if you do, if you slip up and you make a new purchase, it's I mean, fine. Don't, don't beat yourself up. Don't beat yourself up. Just start again straight away. You made a purchase. Oh, rubbish. I bought a coffee. Um, right. I'm, I'm going to enjoy this coffee because I've already paid for it. But from now on, no new purchases. Re if you want to read the rules, if you go to manifestsimplicity.com forward slash nothing, all the rules are on there. Um, and you can, um, yeah, kind of, kind of keep track of where you are based on those rules on there. It does help massively to have like, an accountability partner for the challenge. Um, Craig and Jenna are doing it together. Um, my girlfriend Faith is off traveling, so she um, will. And you know what? She's probably not doing that many new purchases, although although they're eating out almost every day. So oh, yeah, that yeah, doesn't that doesn't that you can't you can't be doing that. So now the tough the tough weekend of the year um, for not purchasing anything will be Valentine's, Valentine's. weekend. So it's only I one week away. Correct. I had um, well less than that now. I had oh, yes. a conversation with um, Flush from work. Big Flush. His that's not his real name. That's his nickname. Um, with um, Alex Flush, Woodside Coventry. Full name. Hit him with that full name. Um, that's fine. He's a good lad. Um, about um, he was saying, oh, I really want to do this challenge, but what do I do about Valentine's Day? Um, and I tried to come up with on the spot a few things you could do as an alternative to going out and spending money or buying each other presents. So we're talking about like, use your skills and your appreciation for her to show her that you love her instead of buying something that tells her Yeah, that. the physical items doesn't mean you love her. Correct. It just, it's, it's a nice thing to do, but there are other things you can do. Like yeah. me and Jenna are in York. So Jenna's paid for us to go to York. Like I, I love biking. Like my favorite time in history is bike. So Jenna said, "You know what? We're going. We're going to the Viking Museum. That's where we'll be." Sick. Um, and I'm so excited. But I know I'm gonna want to buy like a trinket or a souvenir. And I'm yeah. just like, no, I can't. A little like, Viking hat. Like, <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> um, but just like a little trinket or something to, to remind me of that time. Yeah. But I think I'm just gonna instead take more pictures and be in the moment, enjoy the moment, yeah. and not try and. Uh, yeah, I think what I the the examples of other things you could do for Valentine's Day are very interesting. You came up with the good ones, uh, poetry. Yeah, so yeah, so like uh, if you're even uh, like minor level creative, you could write a poem, write a short story, and read it to your partner. You could cook them dinner instead of taking them out for dinner. You could make them a present, record them a song. Um, uh, yeah, there's there's plenty of things you can do that don't involve spending lots of or any money at all. You could go out, get up really early, and go and watch a sunset or a sunset sunrise. Um, you could stay up really late and watch a sunset together. You could um, go for a really long walk without your phones and just talk for two or three hours while you're on your walk. There are lots of things you can do that don't involve you spending money on Valentine's Day or on Valentine's weekend. So. Think of those as some examples. I'm sure there'll be lots of people who have their own. 
Um, but that is something that um, we'll, we'll definitely be dealing with over the course of the next few days. People texting us and stopping us at work and saying, oh, but what do I do about, what do I do about this? Um, I think the conversation I've had with most people is, oh, but I, 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 I'm exempt because of this thing. And I'm like, yeah, dude, like if you want to not do it for that day, that's fine as well. Yeah, we're not forced. Like, that's cool. To... You don't have to be as rigid as we're going to be um, because we're, we're just trying to help you we're instill freaks. some... Yeah, yeah, we're crazy people. We're just trying to help you instill some habits. We're not here to kind of force I mean, it you into... It takes 21 days to do the habit. Yeah. So, I mean, if you take a day off, it's fine. Don't, yeah. You don't have to be as rigid with it. Yeah, so don't, don't feel terrible. Um, but try very hard to make it happen. We're going to try pretty hard. It's going to be tough for tough for us as well. So we're in the same boat as you guys. We're not superhumans. I mean, we may give you some shit for it. <laughs> yeah. You are going yeah. to be a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. But don't feel the pressure. Take a day off. Wonderful. Um, so you you had a cold. Yeah. That's where we got up to. Um, uh, what about something that made you super happy this week? Super happy this week. I I've been. Seeing more of my friends, which has made me a little bit happier. Nice. Uh, my friend group, we all generally, life has buffed us down a little bit. We've all got in, into our own lives. We all used to work together in our old job, and life has sort of bogged us down a little bit. And yep. we're all making more plans and efforts to, to spend time with each other and see each other. And Good. We, we have a, a, ta- a chat, a group chat on Telegram that we use all, all, a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, daily, we will message each other, and, uh, which is nice. We keep up to up to date with each other's lives that way, but physically, we we're trying to make more effort to hang out, yep. do things as a group. Uh-huh. That's made me happy. Good. I like seeing my friends. Nice. I like, um, I like uh, part of this essay is about like, um, yeah, be around people who make you happy uh, because that's one surefire way to kind of increase your own personal happiness mm. is to be around people who have that kind of who have that kind of attitude. Yeah, if you surround yourself with Debbie Downers all the time, then you're just going to be like, oh, I Yeah, imagine if you spent you. all your time with Alex Sandbrook, you'd be bloody miserable. I was thinking more classic, dark grey Drew Clayton. Oh, there's a few people, yes. Um, what we need to do is stop doing um, local friends shout-outs and still, until people give us money. Yes. You want to be shouted out on the podcast? going to cost you. You said this last time, still not a thing. We, we're going to make it a thing. All right. Um, and who would you like to give a shout out to? Um, I had this in my head a second ago. Oh, right. I would really like to give a shout out to the people of Chicago, right? Oh, yes. Do you know about the news in Chicago? I, I... Polar Vortex is Polar. coming to a Chicago near you. Polar Vortex. Um, yes. So it's, it's pretty cold here. The other day it was minus three. It, it apparently got up to minus 45 degrees C. See, um, no, I'm not having that. Well, I um, I did you see the video I posted in the group the other day? Yes. About that the guy has a glass of water on his balcony and he throws it onto uh, the glass panel on the edge of his balcony and it almost freezes instantly. It it just shrinks inwards and freezes onto the glass. That's it's crazy. Crazy. I like those videos of people who go out with like boiling water and in a jug and like lob it in the air and it's so cold that it freezes and turns into snow like immediately i'm sure we can find one and uh, po- post post it online somewhere we'll put it in the notes for the uh for today's episode um yes the people of chicago wrap up warm get yourself a nice jacket get yourself some like some uh, nice warm shoes uh, maybe with some fur on the inside to keep your feet warm 
Um, lots of great rap music came out of Chicago. It did. Chance the Rapper's from Chicago. The man does so much for that city, it's insane. A man like Ye as well, but he's, uh, you know, he's Kanye. So. He's a bit... He's 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 clearly struggling with mental health, with some yes. serious mental health issues. Publicly um, as well. He very publicly. Um, right, we've got some good news for y'all. We, but there is good news. Ooh. Good news. Dun, good dun, dun, news. Dun, good <laughs> news. Good news. There is some good news. Can you tell that I used the right songs? Uh, no, not song. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go first. Cool, I like your one. Yes. Tell me more. So this is where we get to talk about female firefighters. So um, Hannah Summers from London. Hi, Hannah. Hi, Hannah. Hi, Hannah. Um, we're, I'm from London and you're in London and Craig's from up Manchester. here. Um, so Hannah Summers from London tweeted how her daughter Esme, oh, hi, Esme, wished that she was a boy so she could be a firefighter as she only saw firemen in the books she read. That's kind of true. That is true. Fireman Sam. Big boy fireman Oh Sam. no! Norman's in the South Field again! That's uh, my impression of a Fireman Sam character. Oh, right, okay. Um, uh, it prompted women firefighters across the country to post videos and pictures on Twitter to prove they exist. So Miss Summers later tweeted, Esme firmly believes she can be a firefighter. Oh, now that's good, isn't it? That's all good. Yes, I am all for um, women doing all the jobs that men can do. 100%. Do all of them. Equality. Equality. This is the Equality Podcast. Um, no, like, if there, there's... there's Skills that women have that men don't have, um, and there are skills that men have that some women won't have. So, in the interest of being as good as we can be, firefighters and emergency services and all that kind of stuff, get diverse out here. Let's get simple. Let's get diverse. Let's get freaky. Let's get physical. 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 This is the singing podcast. I don't know why we're singing. I know, yeah, this is the only one we've really sat on. Let's sing all the time. No, don't, because you'll... T oh, you'll turn into the greatest showman. Oh, no. We're going to talk about that later as well. No. Yes, boy. Um, hit me with your news, bro. So, my news. Uh, I was interested because it hits home a little bit because Manchester does have a homeless problem. Mm. And I found this piece of news where Finland has almost eradicated homelessness. 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 Uh, the idea is simple. To solve homelessness, you start by giving someone a home, a permanent one with no strings attached. If they want to drink, they can. If they want to take drugs, that's fine too. Probably don't recommend it. Yeah. But it's their home. Mm. Uh, support services are made available to treat addiction, mental health, and other problems, and to help people get back on their feet from assisting with welfare paperwork to securing a job. Mm. Uh, the guy I think that does it, Thomas Salmi, I think I hope I'm saying that right. Salmi is a beneficiary of Finland's much lauded housing first approach, which has been in place for more than a decade. Mm. And they've done like it all started around Helsinki, I believe. Okay. Um, and it's just sort of developed around across the country, and it's done that well that it, they've almost eradicated homelessness. That's amazing. I think um, when I first moved to Manchester, I did notice there was a homelessness yeah, issue. Huge. huge um, issue. Even. Even where I am, just outside where you parked, there was the guy who sits near the parking meter. Yeah. Um, really nice guy. And we'll, whenever we're in and, in and around that park, that car park, we'll try and have a chat with him and help him out however we can. Um, but I did notice that when I moved to Manchester. Um, but I moved from London. 
So my my view of um, yeah the level of homelessness in London is pretty high, but Manchester's is pretty I think because it's a smaller city, it's more dense. Yeah, I think um, I think there is there is definitely something to be said for providing what people need. Um, so Finland are killing it. They're doing really well. Well done. Good job. And they've been doing it for like a decade. Almost a decade. Yeah, more than a decade. More than... Yeah, I think. Um, it's an interesting one because in this country we have a kind of stigma attached to getting something for free from the government. Mm. Um, it's like, oh, you failed or you're yeah. kind of, you're not either, you're like you're not working hard enough or something, but these people literally do need help. Yeah, like <laughs> and help if, them out. And if, 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 there's, if there's a way for us to do it, um, then why not? Makes complete sense. Let's give them a chance. Good news. Yeah. Very like good news. One. Good. Yes, Finland. Woo! Go, go Finland! Go Finland! Um, so, today's essay is called Every Day. Every Day. Every Day. This is one of the longer ones you've written, right? Yes. Yeah. So this is one of... It is really, really long. Um, however, you can feel good, podcast audience, because I have only put a small snippet into today's podcast. There will not be all 8,000 words or however long it is. Pretty long one. Is it a long one? Is it 8,000? It's something like that. I'll find out. Uh, but it's very, very long. It's uh, on the website, available to read right now. If you go to manifestsimplicity.com forward slash everyday, all of the information is on there. Um, it started out as um, an interaction I had with a friend of mine and then um, developed into this um, these kind of points to kind of uh, allow yourself and kind of push yourself towards happiness every day. Um, so let's read this and then we'll have a little discussion about it. Yeah, I suddenly had an interesting realization. I am a morning person, but I feel like dancing like that all mm, read most of the time. I regularly get questions about my attitude at work. People ask why I'm so happy, how I have so much energy and how I deal with unruly customers is such a calm and understanding demeanor. To be honest, I still don't completely understand how and why I feel so good all the time, but I'm sure it has something to do with the conscious choice I make every day. Today is going to be good. And even if, even if it isn't, my attitude towards it is going to be one of positivity, welcome, and on-the-fly problem-solving. Happiness comes with choosing to live with a positive outlook, but happiness also comes through accepting your circumstances, being grateful for what you have, and trying very hard not to chase more in your pursuit of daily joy. When we assess our lives, we often think about all the negative, trying, or tough-to-handle situations that we are dealing with, and sometimes we neglect the things that are great about our lives. So, my long-term relationship is over. My family are 250 miles away. I struggle with my finances. My jeans have a hole in the crotch. My car needs petrol, and currently, I need a Wii. But what about all the great things in my life? Do they get a chance to shine on the stage of my attention and focus? Yes. Yes, they do. I'm healthy, as far as I know. I'm really enjoying my work and I've found a new focus and energy through the feedback that I've gotten from my team leaders and contemporaries. I'm running more, running longer and running more comfortably. I have two wonderful young sons in my life who make each day I spend with them an exciting, empowering learning experience. I'm seeing a wonderfully talented girl who's beautiful and caring and driven. I'm writing this blog, which is a new thing for me, and it's much cheaper than a therapist. I'm starting to enjoy music again. 
10 years of music production and songwriting can call this weird analysis effect that means listening to music is like work instead of enjoyable experience. I've got all my hair, all good things. So it comes down to these points. Um, and these points are expanded on greatly in the essay that you can read on the website. Number one, win early. And this is the idea that you should tick something off your list early to trigger satisfaction for the rest of the day. Number two, don't rush. Take time to slow down. Not everything has to happen right now. Number three, make time to be alive. No photos, no tweets. Just enjoy life by stepping back and viewing it from outside. Number four, gratitude breeds happiness. Be active in your thankfulness. Number four, smile. It's infectious. Add smiling to your arsenal of default looks. Number six, be around people who make you happy. Ask yourself, are your friends good for you? Number seven, or is this number eight? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Be selfless. Do something good for someone else without any benefit to yourself. And I kind of tied it up with this little, this little spiel. Happiness is a daily decision. We wake up every day with a fresh 24-hour period in which to grow, learn, love, and experience things. Do it with a positive attitude and you'll soon see the back of your last bad day. It's not always easy, but I choose to live with intentional happiness every day, and you can too. Boom. Powerful. Powerful, my Powerful. G. Um, so let's go through these points and then kind of maybe expand on them a little bit. So win early is um, the first like one, that. which is about, yeah, like getting a task done mm. like as quickly as you can. Because if you physically... If you physically can see yourself ticking it off and removing it from your list, you're already feeling that you've achieved something. Correct. And then for the rest of the day, you're like, oh, I didn't uh, get that promotion or I didn't, um, oh, I got stuck in traffic or I was late for this or uh, they didn't have my favorite sandwich. But you've already achieved something that day. So mm. you're, you're already positive. You're already plus one for the day. No matter what the negative is, you're always gonna be like, oh, well, I've already done A, B, C, D, E. Correct. Great. Yeah, um, so I think that for me starts with making my bed. Uh, that's like an achievement for the day. It starts with sometimes on an early morning, it'll be like exercise or a long run or something like that. Yeah. You tick something off of your list as early as possible. And then for the rest of the day, you kind of, you're starting your day with that feeling of success and that feeling of accomplishment. And that's massively helpful going forward through the rest of the day so that when someone tries to push you back a little bit, you're already net positive. Mm. Um, so that's a really good one. However, you do also have to take time to slow down. So the second one is don't rush. Yeah, like we wake up and we, we all get stuck in the, the we've spoken about it before, the rat race. Mm. You don't want to get bogged down by that. I've got to do this, I've got to do that, I've got to do this, I've got to do that. I've got, to, I've got to achieve all this stuff today. No, you don't. Just slow down. Yeah. Like, I, th I think it's always tomorrow. Correct. I think it's important to, um, to be productive, but also to schedule yourself if you have to. And I think I do often have to schedule myself time to not do anything um, and to not be um, worrying about where I need to get to or what I need to achieve or what thing I've not written or what thing I've not done yet. Um, and to kind of schedule yourself a little bit of time just to kind of sit outside of um, all of my schedule stuff and not worry about doing things right away. This links strongly to something I'm writing on task. Yeah. Um, where it's just take your time, plan it out, and make time to plan for yourself. Yeah. 
Definitely super good. So I think the next one also massively links into that, which is make time to be alive. Yes. So if you can, if you've got some time to slow down, don't then be worried about taking photos and tweeting about it and posting it all over your social accounts. Um, there is actually something to be said for stepping back from all of that stuff and just enjoying the moment of being alive. If you're outside in the cold weather, yes, you could be whinging about, oh, I need to get home. I'm, I'm late and I've not eaten and I'm tired and hungry. And or you could kind of spend 10 minutes just thinking, wow, how cold the wind is and kind of how quiet it is out here. And there is, there's definitely something to be said for that as well. So I think the time with that one, I, I've made a note here about no photos uh, is an interesting one because you see so many people at gigs and concerts and events. Oh my God, yeah. phones are just held up in the air. Video, I mean, yeah, okay, video the, the video a little bit of it, but just be in the moment, enjoy it. Yeah. Like, the memory in your head isn't going to go anywhere Yeah. Um, anytime soon, hopefully. So, I mean, just be in that moment tell people about the moment don't yeah. just video it and show that because they're not going to experience what you experience because they're not there yeah so just tell them about it describe it to them as detailed as you can and then they may get a sense of what you're experiencing yeah i think it's I, the moment. massively massively at concerts it's a big thing i think i will try and take one photo i think i'll limit myself to one picture of a gig mm. so that people will bring it up in conversation i can tell them how sick it was mm. um i also get this same thing um, when I'm out on a run, if I'm out on a wonderful run and I'm up some giant mountain somewhere mm -hmm. and it's like beautiful weather, yeah. my fir the first thing my brain does is, is go take a bloody picture so everyone can see it. But in fact, the best thing to do would be for me to just enjoy the experience. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I will take a picture, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna stop enjoying the, like interrupt my enjoyment of the experience to take one. Because then you're gonna try and focus too much on taking the, the best picture you can rather than being in Correct, yeah. So I think that's the, these two don't rush and make time to be alive are definitely massive. Um, probably the biggest one for me. Yeah, and then I think this next one is huge as well, but we also massively undervalue the, 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 the gratitude aspect of it. Um, gratitude breeds happiness. So I think if you, even if you're in a situation where things aren't going great, if you can be grateful for the things that are going well, you're again, you're going to be net positive for the day. Um, so yes, you got stuck in traffic, but at least you're not walking to work. Yes, you missed your coffee, but at least you have you like they ran out of your sandwich. At least you can get you like there are good, there are good things that you can be grateful for in I, every situation. I, I'm big with this one. Uh, saying I, I think it breeds more as well from saying thank you to other people correct so i mean i feel good if i let someone move in merge the traffic in front of me and they flash the hazards at me to say thank you it makes me feel good I'm yeah like, oh well they appreciate what i did for them and that makes me feel good yeah same as i will always aim to do that's on the way over to you i did stall on a little hill Ooh. the lady behind me it was just at the lights it was i was in wrong gear and <laughs> but the lady behind me was just didn't beep. She didn't like. She wasn't waving her arms or anything. And I flashed my hazards to say thank you for being patient. And let's carry on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, she was slow as hell, and I managed to accelerate <laughs> far away from this lady. But it, I just wanted to say thank you to her. Yeah. By flashing my hazards for a couple of seconds, turning them off, and then she knows that I'm thankful for what. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And also, also in situations where people don't normally get thanked for the job they're doing, like the cleaners at your place of work mm. or the waitress or bar staff or whatever that don't they live probably 
in a world where no one ever really says thank you for yeah. the job they're doing because it's kind of just an expected. The bin man's a huge one. Bin man, yeah, definitely. When when they're rolling through, I will I will if I'm if I'm out, I definitely will be like, keep it up, dude. Like um, they, they the conversations they have with people are almost probably entirely like, oh, where were you next bloody? Where were you last Thursday? You didn't come and collect like. If you can, if you can thank someone for the job they're doing, it makes it can. You're right. You get something out of it, even if what you're actually doing is providing someone else with some gratitude. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's a huge one. Win-win. And what it will do is it will cause you to smile more. Oh, it is. Segway. Um. So the um thing that um I like about this is that smiles are actually infectious. If someone smiles at you, you can't help but smile back. I think also if someone on the on the flippity flop, if someone's not smiling, it can also then you can also then be like, well, what's wrong with that? Yeah, but there may be nothing wrong with them. Yeah, rest in bitch face, we call that. Mm-hmm. Um, so what that and that's that's I also um, addressed in the longer form version of this essay. So it's talking about like our default look when we're walking around, when we're going through life, is to be completely insular and to be always worried about what's going on in our lives. Um, but if you can kind of add the smile to your default, um, to your like your arsenal of default looks, then you can impart that onto other people. Yeah. Um, and I would really like to see an epidemic of people who are just even if you even if you don't have a like long form conversation with someone about how good their how good the day is or or thanking them for the work they're doing. Simply smiling at someone can make things jump up a massive amount. Yeah. So it's it's something we should all be practicing a bit more, um, and it does make a, it does make a massive difference. Um, the next one is something that we that you've already spoken about, yes. which is uh, be around people who make you happy. Um, Josh uh, Joshua Fields Milburn from The Minimalist has this great quote that he uses regularly, which is, "You can't change the people around you, but you can change the people around you." Um, so if you're Yes, it's great to be around your friends, um, but if those friends aren't bringing you positivity and joy and uplifting you and supporting you and challenging you in the right way, then it's okay not to hang out with those people anymore. Um, be honest about why you're not going to hang around with them and then be around people who make, who, who make you happy and who will do those things for you. It's okay to say, look, dude, like I, I, I really like hanging out with you. I appreciate it. But I feel like every time we have a conversation, you're bringing the conversation back to negative stuff or you're bringing it down. Um, And therefore, for that reason, I would like if it's okay to take a little break from us hanging out because I want to be around people who are going to uplift me and support me in my decisions. um, And I don't feel like you're giving me that. I think that's the best way to um, approach this one. Um, And it does take some hard conversations um, to to make those things work. Um, so yeah, be around people who make you happy. Who's your, who's your, fa- oh, obviously apart from, from me obviously. and Jen, who's your favorite person to be around? Who makes you happy every time you're around them? Uh, linking back to the, the conversations podcast, Dave. Dave is great. Dave, like there's, there's not even a time I think I've been around Dave where I've been annoyed or frustrated or like down around him. We always just have a good solid, I always walk away having feeling better yeah having a laugh mm-hmm. uh smiling joking yeah uh, if everyone feeling down or having a crap day seeing him and having a conversation with him or being around him it's always positive 
Good. Yeah, he's a, he's a he's a good guy. Yeah, it's good. He he came and found me the other day and was like, "Oh, I've got a weird outlook on life, have I?" You know, he mentioned him a couple oh, of weeks ago. Yes, he was telling. And we we were talking about um why why he was so fun, and he was saying, um, "Oh, do I have a weird outlook on life?" And I was like, "No, like every time I have a conversation with you, you come you ha come at it from an angle that makes me always feel a bit more positive." Yeah. And he was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, I I get that completely." Are you the same with Dave or do you yeah, have he's, else in I, I, Dave's wonderful. Love that guy. Uh, there's a few people who every time I hang out with them, I, I literally can't sm stop smiling. My friend Cameron um, and our other friend Phil from home. Um, Cameron's been my best friend for like millions of years. Um, and Phil was like... How old are you? <laughs> really old. Um, I feel really old. Um, so Cameron's been my best friend since we were like 11. And him and Phil have had a really good relationship. And me and Phil have had a really good relationship. So we were the like three musketeers. And I have not... I've not been in a room with them two since we were 11 where it hasn't ended in almost all of us crying with laughter. Oh, wow. That's, that's a good vibe. Phil Smith and Cameron Scott. Phil Smith is one of the most hilarious people I've ever met. He's outrageous, um, but he is hilarious. He, he's another one of, he's another you're one of those. You're setting an expectation for me now, you know, so if, if I ever meet this guy <laughs> and he's not the funniest man you've ever met or I've ever met. Well, he won't, he might not be the funniest man you've ever met, but he's one of the funniest people I've, I've, I've had the, the pleasure of spending ex extended time with. Him and Cameron particularly, because Cameron's really sensible okay. um, and feels ridiculous. So the two of them together uh... it always makes me laugh. Um, so I, I, I get lots of positivity from those guys. I don't see them enough. I don't speak to them enough. So maybe I'll, maybe I'll shoot them a text when we're done and say hi. Um, so yes, uh, that's a good one. And then this last one is, I think, huge, 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 which is be selfless. So do something good for someone else without any benefit to yourself. When was the last time you did something good for someone else without any benefit to yourself? Uh, I mean, I... I generally offer, um, I drive out of my way to take Liam home sometimes. Yep. Um, I will normally look to do that and I don't expect anything back from it. Like, I just, I'm like, well, this guy has to wait in the cold for the bus. Yeah. I'm, he I can drop him off just last night. Yeah. I will go out of my way and I'll do that and I don't expect <clears throat> anything back from it. I just, mm -hmm. he's a nice guy, worked with him a while, give him a lift. Yeah, I think that's an easy, it's it. an easy win, isn't it? Like, if I'm already going the direction in which you're going uh, and you're going to struggle through a two-hour bus journey, why don't you just come in the car with me? I'm going that way anyway. Yeah, exactly. That's an easy one. Um, I think things like, um, yeah, like even just like holding the door open for someone or yeah, like holding a lift or helping someone carry shopping or yeah. like weird stuff like that people associate with... Like it's that kind of stuff gets a bad rap because it's like, well, why, why are you doing that? What are you hoping to gain out yeah. of? Like, oh, are you gonna try and mug me if you I, I like? People, people, people get annoyed when they're not thanked for doing that, but no one's asked them to do that. Yeah. Uh -huh. Like the person walking towards the door didn't ask you to hold it open for them. Mm -hmm. Probably could have opened it themselves. It's just nice of you to do it yeah. without expecting that thank you. Yeah, I think it's just polite. Like it's 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 to do with being aware of. Um, an easy way in which you can make someone else's life a little bit happier. Um, super simple, really, really simple. Um, like I, the other one that, that um, I will practice as well is when you're like in a coffee shop or in a restaurant or something and you've finished, make someone's life a little easier. Maybe just stack your plates mm. or take your tray over and put it back where it's supposed to go. People uh, are just... Pub. 
put the beer glass on the on the thing without someone having to come around and pick it up. There you go. You're making someone's life much thing. easier. These little things like this will will help someone else out, not necessarily help you out. Sometimes you have to go out of your way in order to do these things, but that's great because you feel great for helping someone. Um, and you've helped. And you've helped someone, and they've got they've got something out of it. You've got something out of it. Um, the interesting paradox with this is that um, it's almost better for them um, not to realize that you've done it. Yes. So if you, if you were like, I get what you mean. like some, I say, I mean, a completely extreme example, but say someone was like, oh, I can't afford to get my shopping this week. And then you donated some money to them and you gave it to them. You said, look, Craig, I know you're struggling with your petrol. Here's 50 pounds of petrol. Um, put it in your car from me to you as a goodwill gesture. Um, what I'm basically saying is I'm doing something nice for you. Thank me profusely for it so that I feel great about myself. However, if when you were filling up your car, I put 20 quid on the counter and you say, can you also pay for that guy's petrol? And when you got in, they were like, oh, it's already been paid for. You're like, what? Who paid for my, who paid for my petrol? Yes. That's better. Anonymous. That, it's almost better to do it that way round because you are self-sacrificing all of the grat all the um, yeah the gratitude and the That's like fine. yeah and the um the glory for doing it is not there and that's the kind of that's the ideal situation is you not hunt not doing it for and that's proof then also that you weren't doing it for the glory that you were expecting, yes. but just to do something nice for someone. Yeah, just a hidden thank you. I like to also go through the Starbucks drive-thru, but not this month, because we're not buying anything. Mm. Um, go through the drive-thru and pay for the person behind me. Ah, have you done that before? Lots of times. Oh, okay. It's great. I will, I will check to see if it's not like a family of 12. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I can probably do like one or two extra coffees. That's fine. Um, but if it's, yeah, like a giant people carrier full of like, uh, like a, a rugby team or something, I'll be like, yeah, maybe not this time. That would be 50 pounds. That would be 500 pounds for all those coffees and cakes. Oh, bollocks. Um, no, I'll, I will, yeah, if I'm if um, driving home late or or whatever and the person behind me is... Yeah, like I, I'm, it's a weird one because I've, I've done it to people before and they've pulled up next to me and said, oh my God, thanks so much. And you're like, oh, don't worry about it. It's fine. Like, thanks, thanks for being polite or whatever. Um, and I've also had it where I've done it and they go, what do you think you're doing? Really? Yeah. 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 It's a weird, you kind of have to judge um, who you're going to do it to um, because some people will be like, you think I can't pay for it myself? Do you think that's like? You think that's funny? Really? Yeah, I've had I'm that before. Shocked. Yeah, like I went through a McDonald's drive-through once, and I think the girl behind me ordered a milkshake, and then she came up and she was like, "I could have paid for that myself, actually." I was like, "Oh, uh, why have you got a man's voice?" <laughs> firstly, <laughs> let's first, just address that voice. <laughs> firstly, what the hell? Um, yeah, so it's a, it's a judgment call, but like. What do you do in that situation? Because you're just like, I'm just trying to be a nice person. Yeah, it's just like, oh, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm sorry if I offended you in any way, but I was just trying to do nice, something nice for someone. Um, it's okay if it you does not disarm them or. Uh, yeah, it, almost immediately because they go, oh, uh, yeah, okay, sorry, he wasn't, he wasn't trying to like make, uh, okay, make so an that advance. Initial reaction. Correct. Right. You, when, completely... when, when you, it's like, yeah, it's like a, they don't know what to feel because they're like, oh, no one, no one does nice things anymore. He must want something. Or he must be like a weirdo or whatever. Freak, freak, super freak. 
Um, but yeah, it's just, it's an easy way to do it. Go through the drive-through, double check that it's not a family of 15 behind you and then go, mm, how much is the person behind me's bill? Is it like under a tenner? Cool. Can I pay for theirs as well? And then speed off so they can't come and find you. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Um, if you can do something for someone else without any benefit for yourself. Perfect. Um, the, the other side of this essay is that there is a, obviously a huge group of people who are struggling with things like depression and anxiety. And they... It's hard to get out of that rut. It is. Um, and, and sometimes there's nothing you can do your own without a, like a big support group and some, someone to talk to and someone to discuss it with and someone to guide you through what you're going through. Um, so I'm not, what we're not saying with this essay is that you just have to think yourself happy. Like that's not, sometimes that's sometimes not, that's hard. sometimes that's we not possible. That. Um, but what we're saying is that your approach to your, your life and your experiences can dictate how those, those experiences come out. Um, so yes, win early, don't rush, make time to be alive, be, uh, uh, show gratitude, smile more often, be around people who make you happy and do something for someone else without any benefit to yourself. And if they do confront you, kill them with kindness. Yeah. That, oh yeah. Oh, I thought you were just going to say kill them. And then I was going to say, no, uh, I mean, you could, that's not what we're don't, selling. Don't do that. Um, if you want to see the full version of the, if you want to read the full version of this essay, you can go to manifestsimplicity.com forward slash every day. And the entirety of that long, long, long essay is up there for you to read. Um, the next section. Oh, it's Ask Reddit. Ask Reddit. Ask Reddit. Ask Reddit. You want to go first or second? Uh, second. Okay, then. Oh, We're... no, I should have gone first. Okay, so talking about making people smile, um, I have grown up writing and playing music in various different styles, um, and uh, there's a few songs... Um, that will... Oh, it fits that we're singing everything. Else. There we Sing go. Ah, it's almost like this podcla podcast. Podcast. Podcast oh, was, was meticulously planned. Um, so my question is, what song never fails to make you smile? Chance the Rappers to my friends. Yeah? Love it. It's such a good song. Okay, link to it in the, in the, in the, in the notes for this podcast that you can find if you go to manifestsimplicity.com forward slash podcast. You can find all the notes from previous episodes and this episode. Everything we've referenced should be up there. Um, so if you do want to hear any of our song recommendations, uh, 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 check that out and you'll be able to see them. Um, it's just an uplifting song. The lyrics are great. The beat is great. It's a happy, vibey tune. Okay. I'm going to... Um, what about you? Um, now, my... What's the top of this list? Um, mine is the bottom of this list. But also, oh, okay, okay. but also the other two ones on the list. Okay, so the top of this list, the Greatest Showman soundtrack. Um, now, I I've heard you're obsessed. Yeah, I'm literally obsessed. So if you are a Greatest Showman fan, man like Sean Yates, he loves that stuff. Um, I am a big, big Greatest Showman fan. Faith showed me it before she went traveling, and she left the DVD here, so I've just watched it like every night. Oh. It's so good. It's like um, it's like a combination of. Uh, the Circus and High School Musical and um, Step Up. Oh, okay. And um, The Great Gatsby all in one. Got my arms in the air celebrating. Yes, he does. He, he, <laughs> I can confirm. 
<laughs> it's so good. The music's so good. Every time I hear it. With your eyes wide open. Yeah, see, even you know it. <laughs> Correct. Every time I hear that, that soundtrack, almost all of it is just phenomenal. The second one on the list is good, but hell annoying. Yeah, it's a very annoying. You know, everything is awesome from the Lego movie. It's awesome. Everything is cool. Everything is awesome. Everything is cool, though, when you are part of a team. When you are part of a like a group with a unified goal everything is much more awesome um when i first watched this film from the the lego movie this is everything is awesome from the lego movie mm -hmm. when i first watched the lego movie i had to um watch it again because that film is so fast yeah it is quite fast it's so quick you missed so i much. missed almost all of it the first time around it's like being on a roller coaster you're like you're just getting like pelted in the face with cold, cold air, and then they Seizures. and then they stop the ride, and you're like, "Oh, what just happened?" Literally, I had no. Let's now, go again. Let's do it again. So I just went for another time round, um, and the second time round, you catch all the like tiny jokes that you didn't catch the first time. Um, so yes, the Lego Movie is very, very good. And then the the last one is one that we hear on a regular basis where we work. Um, Shut Up and Dance With Me by Walk the Moon. Oh, don't you dare look back. Just keep your eyes on me. She said sound. you're holding back. She said, Shut up and dance with me. Oh, every time I hear it. Because it makes you physically. Yeah, and I will dance. I know you will. Yeah, because I'm crazy. Crazy. Um, so, yes, The Greatest Showman, the whole soundtrack, everything is awesome. And Shut Up and Dance With Me. And Chance the Rapper. Just a rapper, great guy. Good Thank lad. Um, my question's a little funnier. This is, uh, this is a weird one. So you are given $300 million to make a movie, but it has to bomb at theatres or you die. Mm. What type of movie do you make? The top answer is so good. <laughs> so I found anything with a Nickelback soundtrack, <laughs> yeah. they get such a bad rep. Yeah, they do. Um, I think it would do really well at theatres. Probably. Really everyone would have to see it to know how bad it was. Correct. Works. They'd be like, oh, have you seen that film that Nickelback did the soundtrack for? Uh, it's it, terrible. Go and see it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Someone's answer was very clever. A 60-year documentary, documentary about $300 million millionaire. Yes. So it's, a, it's 60 years long. The but film. It's also about you with the $300 million <laughs> making this movie. Oh my God. It's so meta. You just live your life with the $300 million, die at the end of it, and then it's like. Movie. There we go. Cut it together. There it is. Um, also, a Jar Jar Binks backstory. Now. He also gets such a bad record. Jar Jar Binks backstory with Nickelback doing the soundtrack. That last 60 years. That last 60 years. Boom. Compilation. That would be ridiculous. I've. I've now, if you did a Jar Jar Binks backstory film, um, and it didn't have Jedi's or um, uh, at Queen Amidala or any of the like cool characters from those films, mm -hmm. um, it would bomb. But if you stuck some Jedi's in there, you might get away with it. It might do well, and if Nickelback did the soundtrack, it would kill. Yes, um, I would make a uh, three-hour documentary of a blank grey wall. Okay. Um, and I would, I would build the wall myself 
and it would cost me $300 million to make. How are you going to make, I don't know if I want to ask this, how are you going to make a $300 million wall grey? Um, well, I'm going to paint it grey. Uh, okay. And then I'm going to paint it grey again. Okay. And I'm going to paint it grey again. Okay. Again and again and again and again until it costs me $300 million. Oh, so you're just going to keep painting the wall. And I'll use a really, really expensive camera, which at the end of the three-hour film falls, falls off the tripod and breaks. Okay, but you still managed to salvage the film. Well, yeah, it's going to bomb at the theatres, isn't it? That's what you want. <laughs> what I'm describing to you is the worst film ever, and that's exactly what you want. But if it costs you that much money... Um, goal achieved, I guess. Um, what do you win? If you get, they give you the money, right? And you have to, do you have to spend all of it to make the film? It didn't say. That was literally word for word. So question. can I make a film for £1,000 and keep the rest? Uh, I guess so. Awesome. Yeah, the person that wrote this question should have been a little bit more specific. I mean, if it doesn't bomb, you die. So it has to bomb. Okay. But what, so uh, what constitutes a bomb? Failure. How many people have to go and see it? Less than a million. Didn't say. We should. I should reach out to this user and find a more specific. Yeah, can you clarify the questions, people? Reddit, if you're going to ask us a silly question, clarify the terms of said question because. Of said silly question. Of said silly question. Um, yeah, there's lots of ways you can do that easily. Good I film. I don't know what type of film I'd make. I think it would probably be something similar to the brick wall idea. Yeah. Have you ever seen Mr. Bean's Holiday? Yes. Have you seen the film in that that Willem Dafoe does where he's just going up the escalator and it's just like monologue the entire way yes and everyone in the in the theater is watching it and then it just gets interrupted by mr b mm. i can imagine a film like that would do terrible haven't there been films like that though and they and everyone goes oh my god it's a work of art that rotten tomatoes 100 out of 100 yeah like completely off yeah, the tomato yeah it's, an, it's like um emperor's new clothes isn't it like if no one, if everyone's telling you it's wonderful, you just assume it's wonderful. Oh, um, and you don't want to, you don't want to tell everyone it's shite mm. because then you're like not in the it's in one of those crowd. Expectation films where everyone's like, oh my god, this film's great. You go and watch it, yes. but you have to watch it. Yeah, I think for yeah, films like The Tourist. Have you seen The Tourist? It's got uh, Johnny Depp in it. No, I've not seen The Tourist. I don't think because uh, Revenant was one of those films. Though. Do you think? So I thought The I, Revenant was really good. See, it was, but I was told it was going to be fantastic. And it was, for me, it just wasn't fantastic. It oh. should have ended so much earlier than it did. Yeah, it was five hours long. <laughs> I don't think it was five hours, no, but it was very, very close long. Close to three hours long. Yeah. Was just, there was a point in it where I was like, oh, that was good. Oh, and then it carried on. I was oh, like, okay. right, okay, yeah. I'm now done with this film. Yeah, uh, yeah okay, uh, cool, you're rolling around in the snow. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. we can see that. Yeah, end. cold, injured. Hungry. End. End. End the film. Gone. End it. Credits. Credits. Oh, it's carrying. Oh, on. another hour. And you know that one on Netflix where you're like, I really need to wee, or like I'm going out. You press pause to find out how long you got left. Left, so you, so you can. Four hours. You, <laughs> you press pause and it's like 15 minutes. 15 minutes left. You're like, okay, cool. I'll make it. You press pause on the Revenant and it's like two hours, fifteen minutes left. You're like, for God's sake, it's midnight. Stop yourself. <laughs> I need to I need to go to bed. For God's sake. And it's always in your continue watching. Yeah. Oh my God. And then you have to finish watching it, so it will oh, leave the, the list. Worst. What's in your continue watching right now? Oh, I don't know. Let's, Let's check. Find out. I'm gonna find out as well. I'm gonna log into the Flix of Net. I was watching the Ted Bundy. Um, the Ted Bundy tapes, 
Um, I'm on episode four. I'm watching Tidying Up with Marie Kondo. That's the one about the um, uh, the lady who comes around and tidies up all your mess for you. It is awesome. Uh, Kung Fu Panda, Peaky Blinders, Men in Black 3. Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders. Uh, Men in Black 3, Avengers, Kung Fu Panda. What? I've got two Kung Fu Pandas. Kung Fu Panda 2 and Kung Fu Panda 1. I'm on the website and I can't see the list for continue watching. Planet Earth, Coach Carter, Meat Eater. Oh, that's with Steve Rinella. He's a hunter from the States. Um, and he takes... Um... Oh, here we go. Continue watching. Chill with Bob Ross. <laughs> Bob Ross beauty is everywhere. Oh my God, so much Ross. Inside the Criminal Mind. Okay. Uh, an Evening with Beverly Loughlin. Mm-hmm. Uh, examination of con- Conscience. Uh, the Punisher. Love the new season. Uh, inside the mind of a serial killer, witness murder files, real detective. I think Jenna's been off work recently. <laughs> yeah. She, she was ill, wasn't she? Haunted. The evolution of us. Uh, Have you watched that You program yet? No, I don't think It's so. the one about a stalker. No. Mm, I've the heard... confession tapes, follow this, Louis Theroux. Yeah, Jenna's definitely been off work. Louis Theroux's great. Um, cool. Yeah. I think we're done. I think, yeah, we can wrap this up. That's a good, good end. It is. So well done. Um, well done for, um, to The Revenant for being the longest, most boring film of all time. Good film. Just boring. Just long. Just too long. Just, just end your film. Lord do, of the... do it in two parts. Have you ever watched um, the extended versions of Lord of the Rings? No. So the extended version of Lord of the Rings 3, which is the last one in the trilogy... The uh, trilogy. Um, ends about six times. Oh, no. You're like, oh, they've, they've destroyed the ring. And then the screen goes black and you're like, oh, the credits are going to come up. And then like no. another scene comes up. And you're like, oh, they've been saved by the eagles. And you're like, oh, cool. So we know they, we know they survived. And then it goes black and you're like, oh, the credits are going to come up. And they go, no, they're going back to the Shire. So they ride back into the Shire and then it goes black. And then you're like, oh, the credits are going to come up. And they go, no, they're going into the Undying Lands on a boat. And you're like, okay, cool. So he goes on the boat and then it goes black and you're like, oh, the credits are going to come up. And then it goes, no, there's another scene where Sam goes home. There's a theme there. It's ridiculous. You're like, the film's ended, the film's ended. Oh, it's not ended. Oh, the film's ended. Oh, no. And how long ended. are those sections between like, possible credits? Like 15 minutes. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. It's enough to suck you in as well. Yeah. You're like, oh, oh, oh. And then it ends and you're like, oh. That's how this podcast feels as well. It's ended about three times, this one. Right, it's time for us to get back to the real world, but we'll see you next time on Manifest Simplicity. If you enjoyed this podcast, then plod... I just called it a plodcast. <laughs> then please leave us a five-star review. That way, that way more people will get to hear the show. If you want to read more things we've written, check out the blog at manifestsimplicity.com. And if you want to keep up with our daily lives, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter. We are at manifest.simplicity on Instagram and at mnftsimplicity. Nailed it on Twitter um, that's not very simple we've got to work that out and that's it we'll see you next time what we got next time we got things no we're not doing things for a long time oh. um, we have got next time summits summits yes big Look, summits looking forward to that one Bob Ross paints those summits yes he does Mick rules those summits I do actually that's what that's about so we'll see you next week okay bye Thank you.